The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to tell you two great stories. Over the past two years, one of the people that passed away, one of the greatest women that passed away in Claudia Israel, her name was Rebetzin Sheila Feinstein. She was the wife of Rebuve Feinstein. Unfortunately, she lost her life in a car accident. Now, I knew her because I would see her at various conventions, Tomasora, Gouda, whatever. She was the most wonderful person. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein was her father-in-law. He admired her so much. So when she passed away, I went to pay a shiva call to be Menachem I went to Staten Island, and the whole family was sitting in Rabuvain's basement, very big house. And I asked one of the daughters, maybe you could tell me a story about your mother, a special story about your mother. So she thinks for a minute and she says, I want to tell you. I want to tell you something that happened right here in Staten Island. That's where they lived. She said, in Staten Island, we have an elementary school, a yeshiva school. It's not part of Tveris Yishalayim, but there was a Rebbe, a third grade Rebbe, who woke up late one morning and he realized he's got to get to school on time because the boys have to start davening. And the kids are going to be in class. They're not going to daven properly if the Rebbe's not there. So he was driving a little too quickly. And he was driving and there was a red light and he tried to stop at the light because there was a car standing at the light. And unfortunately, he couldn't stop in time and he banged into the car ahead of him. Now he knew it was his fault. He gets out of the car and the lady gets out of this fancy car. He takes a look, she was wearing a big cross. He knew that this was not a Jewish woman. And he said, ma'am, I just want to tell you, I am sorry, it's my fault. Please, don't call the police, don't make an insurance report. Here's my name and number, I'm a rabbi. I don't have much money, but whatever it costs, I will pay you for it. Don't make, just take it to a body shop and I will pay for it. I have to run to the school, I have to help the little kids pray. Please excuse me, but here's my number. I'll pay you everything, just don't call the police. They get into a little conversation and fine, she says she'll do that. A couple days later, she calls him back and she says, you know, I went to the body shop and this is the estimate. Of course, she was driving a fancy car and the estimate was very high. So he said to her, ma'am, look, I just want to ask you a favor. If you don't want to do it, I understand. But I have a friend, Mendy, who's got a body shop here in Staten Island. And if you go to his shop, you'll see he does beautiful work. If you don't like the work, you don't have to leave your car there. But if you'll see that he does work, I think that his estimate will be much lower than the estimate you got. Would you mind bringing the car there? She thinks, she says, okay, I'll do it. And sure enough, she brings the car a couple days later. She calls him back. She says, you know, you're right. He does beautiful work and his estimate was much cheaper. If you tell me to give him the car and that you'll pay for it, I'll do it. He says, yeah, fine. A couple days later, Mendy calls this Rebbe and he says, you know, on Thursday, I'm going to give back the car and I like to get paid, you know, full when I give the car. You're going to be able to pay me? He says, yeah, I think so. I hope so. Now, you're not going to believe this. He calls the lady and he says, look, ma'am, I told you, you know, I'm going to pay and I will. But you see, I'm a rabbi and I don't have much money. So would you be willing to pay the bill when you get the car and I will pay you over the next year, every first of the month, I'll send you a check. And over the next year, then you'll get your money. She thinks for a minute and she says, yeah, okay, I'll do it. 
And every first of the month he sends a check and by the 12th month he calls her up and he says, look, today the final check is due, but I want to give it to you personally. Do you mind? Tell me where you live. I want to talk to you and I want to give you the check personally. She says, okay, fine. He comes to the house. He gives her the check. He says, ma'am, I got to ask you something. Before this accident, I didn't know you. You didn't know me. But you were so kind to me. You didn't call the cops. You didn't call the insurance company. You went to Mendy's and you paid the bill in advance. Why were you so nice to me? You don't even know me. Listen to what she said. She said, I work in the public school system. Sheila Feinstein is my principal. As soon as I knew you were from her tribe, I knew I could trust you. Imagine that. Because she, and I got, she probably never even said anything to Sheila Feinstein. But because, oh, Sheila Feinstein, that you come from her tribe, oh, then I know I can trust you. That's amazing. That's, a, that's amazing. And I'll tell you now another story which is so unbelievable. And I want to tell you the day that it happened, January 2nd, 2020. It's very important to know what day that was. Because does everybody remember what happened January 1st, 2020? That was the CMHS, right? 95,000 people, I'm sure some of you were there in Giant Stadium, MetLife Stadium, right? That freezing day, that whole CMHS, right? Now, the day after that CMHS in Giant Stadium, there's a rabbi. Now, my wife says I shouldn't say his name because he did something wrong. But okay, so I'll listen to her. I mean, if I wasn't on tape, I wouldn't, but she might see this. But anyway, okay, I mean, he didn't do anything, but okay. What happened was he lives in Jackson, outside Lakewood, and he was supposed to give a lecture in Borough Park. And he was running late. So he was weaving in and out of traffic, and he was speeding. That's why my wife doesn't want I should say his name. Okay, but he's a famous principal. Everybody knows his name. Okay, so I'm not going to say who he is. Anyhow, listen to this. He's weeding in and out of the Garden State, and the cop stops him. Pulls him over. <laughs> not going to believe this. The first words out of the cop's mouth, he says to him, did you learn your page today? <laughs> he said, excuse me, officer. He said, I was working in Giant Stadium yesterday. Don't you guys study a page? Did you learn your page? He says, officer, it's 1030 in the morning. I didn't get a chance to learn the page, but I will learn it. He said, if you promise me that you'll learn it, I won't give you a summons. <laughs> so he says, okay, I promise. I'll, I'll study the page. And then the officer tells him like this. He said, I want to tell you what happened at the stadium yesterday. A fellow officer comes over to me and he says, I wish I was Jewish. I said to the officer, why do you want to be Jewish? He said, did you ever see a nation like this? What are they celebrating? 95,000 people singing and dancing. They didn't win a lottery. They studied a page and they understood it. 95,000 people singing and dancing and not one of them is drunk. Imagine that. And then he said the most amazing thing. He said, you know what another officer told me? He said, you know, there was a big mistake yesterday at the stadium. They call it giant stadium. That's wrong. It was a stadium of giants. Oh, stadium of giants. That's what we're all about. That's what Elul is all about. We can all become giants. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org